Welcome to the Megalopods Podcast. To find out more about the Megalopods, search Megalopods, that's M-E-G-L-A-P-O-D-S, or follow us on Facebook by searching Megalopods. The Megalopods come from a galaxy very similar to our solar system. The biggest difference is that in our solar system, only one planet supports life, whereas in the Orinoco galaxy, six out of the seven planets are inhabited by living creatures. The planets all revolve around the Orinoco sun, which is in the center of their solar system. The older planets have more advanced life forms due to the fact that they have had longer to evolve. There are all different kinds of megalopods, from self-aware animatronic beings to trees that give magical power fruit. Over the years, there have been wars fought between some of the planets. However, for the last few decades, the megalopods have lived in peace. Unfortunately, there have recently been whispers of an uprising of certain beings that wish to claim all the planets for themselves. One would assume that these whispers were coming from Gravenax, a planet of warriors, but this may not be the case. Bucktub can go anywhere around the Orinoco solar system in the blink of an eye. However, he can only go to a certain place once for the rest of his life. He can never use his power to go back and visit the same place again, so he always needs to make the most of his travels. Bucktub has just got back from picking up wood in the forest. He filled up his bucket with small pieces of wood, just enough for him to carry on his back. He's going to use them to build a boat, as it's been a while since he went sailing in the warm sea waters of Oratius. It's been a long day, and Bucktub is really tired. As he's about to go to bed, he hears a loud sound. Who's there? Bucktub, I am Salance. Salance? The protector? Yes, it is I. Oh, I've never met a protector before. Bucktub hurriedly opens the door and finds Salance, a half-human, half-lion being, who serves as the protector of the Oratius planet, standing tall and majestic. Bucktub is mesmerized. Oh, uh, hello, Salons. Please come in. T to what do I owe the pleasure of your visit? Salons comes in and takes a look around Bucktub's wooden house. You have a wonderful house. Did you build this yourself? Yes, I did. I'm really into building things. Do you need help building something for your house? No, no, that's not what I came here for. I came here because I need to ask you something. Oh, sure. What do you want to know? You have the ability to go to different places in just a blink of an eye, correct? Oh, that. Yes, I can do that. Bucktub looks away and stares blankly through the window. There's a look of sadness on his face. But, but I don't really use it anymore. May I ask why? Because every time I visited a new planet, I didn't feel welcomed by the inhabitants of those planets. They'd look at me strangely as if I were an alien, which I guess I am to them. All I wanted was to see new things, meet new friends, and create wonderful memories because I knew that I would never be able to go back to that same place again. You know, when you can travel to a new place only once, it's impossible to make any real friends. I'm sorry to hear about that. Have you visited all the planets in the Orinaco solar system yet? I have visited many different places in our solar system, except for one planet. Which one? Gravenax. I was always scared to go there because it's a planet of warriors. Brilliant! What do you mean? Gravenax is the reason why I came to visit you. Salance walks around Bucktub's house excitedly. 
Bucktub seems confused. Solance moves closer to Bucktub and gives him a medallion that has a leaf carved out on it. What is this? Bucktub, I want you to deliver this medallion to Epipe. Who is Epipe? He is Gravenax's soul guardian. He appears whenever an army is sent to invade another planet. Epipe gives each of the warriors a blessing. It's a tiny, sparkly leaf that is placed on their forehead. The leaf remains sparkling when the warrior is fighting or has won the battle. It disappears when the warrior has lost and been captured. I want you to deliver this medallion to Epipe, because it carries a very important message that is meant only for him. Bucktub stares at the medallion closely. He's still confused. Salons, I don't know if I can visit another planet. What if they don't want someone like me there? Don't worry, Bucktub. I think you'll love Gravenax. Do you really think so? Certainly. Because it's a very simple planet just like ours. Although most of the inhabitants there are always at war, they value friendship and loyalty. They also have beautiful natural resources that you will surely love. Really? It sounds like a great place to be. Absolutely. But how do I find Epipe? You don't have to look for him. He will find you. Bucktub prepares for his travels. It's been a hundred years since he last used his special ability, and he never thought he would use it again. He starts to look for the things he will need. He then remembers that the last time he traveled, he wrote a list of things to take. He finds the list and starts collecting all the things. His hat, another pair of boots, his paper and charcoal pen to sketch everything he sees and anyone he meets, his tiny knife, which is as sharp as a sword, and of course, the medallion. He's an adventurer at heart. In order for Bakhtub's power to work, he needs to really concentrate. Oratius can be a noisy planet, so he walks for hours into the middle of a desert plain where he sits down, closes his eyes, and starts to concentrate. Bucktub finds himself in what seems to be a market with thousands of stores selling all sorts of strange weapons. Bucktub looks around, trying to find his way out of the crowded path. Bucktub is only three feet tall, so his footsteps aren't too big, so he walks fast. He finally gets away from the market into a quieter side road and is finally able to have a clear vision of Gravenax. Wow, this place is beautiful! Bucktub walks down the quieter road, absorbing everything he sees. After about an hour of walking, he sits down, takes out his charcoal pen and paper, and starts to sketch all the wonderful things that he has seen. The warriors, the mountains, the large homes, the market where he's at. Everything he sees, he draws. His drawing is picture perfect. Hey, you! Bucktub looks around, trying to find the source of the voice, when all of a sudden, he sees Gimbal. Gimbal is known in Gravenax as Never Alone Gimbal. People think he's really strange, because he likes to talk to himself. He walks around the village as if he's with a friend, even though he's alone. He talks to his imaginary friend wherever he goes. But people also know that Gimbal is an incredible warrior, because he has an ability no one else has. He can identify the weaknesses and strengths of the enemy from whispers that only he can hear. He hears the whispers of his imaginary friend whenever he's in battle, who tells him everything he needs to know about the enemy.
Yes? Are you talking to me? Bucktub starts shaking. He starts to worry that someone is about to be mean to him, just like they were on other planets. Yes, I'm talking to you. Who else would I be talking to? Maybe he thinks you're talking to me. Oh, he knows I'm not talking to you. He can clearly see that I'm looking at him. Ask him why he's here. I can see his eyes. They're innocent and gentle. Okay, let me do the talking. Excuse me, what are you doing here? Bucktub is confused. Who is this Gravenaxian talking to? He answers anyway. Oh, I'm sorry, but I can't tell you. But is there anything I can help you with? Actually, no. You can't help me. I've always been this way, and I like it. So don't worry about me. The question is, can I help you? I think he thinks it's strange that you're talking to me. Everybody thinks that, so it doesn't matter anymore. What else do you see in him? Um, I, I d d don't know what you're t talking about. He's lying. He's lying. We think that you are lying. Look, he's wearing a warrior's medallion. You're right. The medallion you're wearing. That's not yours. I know a warrior's medallion when I see one. Oh, this? Bucktub puts up the medallion for Gimbal to take a closer look. Don't show it off like that. <laughs> He's really not from here. That's why we have to be kind to him. W why? No one should know that you have it. Only a Gravenite warrior has the right to hold a medallion. That's why I need to know why you have one with you. Come, join me at my place. Don't worry if I look crazy. I assure you I am not. But, but I still don't know who y you are. Don't worry about that. You'll figure it out soon enough. Gimbal and Bucktub are walking in the beautiful grasslands of Gravenax. Bucktub is mesmerized by the beauty of the surroundings and amused by the many creatures farming peacefully and quietly in their own lands. Hey, I still don't know your name. Oh, m me? My name is Bucktub. How about you? My name is Gimbal. Nice to meet you, Bucktub, and welcome to Gravenax. I noticed you were nervous when I came closer to you earlier. Was it because of how I looked? Oh, n not at all. I just wasn't used to being approached by someone from a new planet. You see, I have the ability to go to different places in the blink of an eye, but I can only visit a place once. When I visited four of the planets in our solar system, the inhabitants weren't very nice to me. So I thought you would do the same. I see. But you can't let those bad experiences affect your judgment of the entire solar system. There are many creatures in this solar system that are kind. You were probably just unlucky and just met the mean ones. Then, when you thought you'd seen enough, you gave up. Bucktub realizes that Gimbal might be right. He stops walking and looks at Gimbal. You're right. I thought I would never meet someone new who was kind. I'm so glad I met you. I'm glad too. The two smile at each other and continue their walk. It's a beautiful day. The wind sways the grass and the birds sing. As they're walking along, two mean warriors approach them. You! You are not from here! Look, he's wearing a warrior's medallion. You are not a warrior. You must have stolen that. Give that to us! Gimbal is very angry. He can't believe these two warriors don't recognize him. Can you not see? I am with him! He is my friend and my guest. How dare you! Bucktub suddenly goes in front of Gimbal and says, My name is Bucktub. I am a visitor to this planet. Just like you, I am a bean too, and I demand to be respected. I came here to deliver a very important message. I don't care if you hurt me, but I will never let you take this medallion from me. 
Both Amantos and Blader are taken aback and suddenly become nervous with the powerful duo. They immediately leave and go on their way. Well done, Bucktub. I knew you had it in you. I can't believe I just did that. The two laugh and continue on their journey. Bucktub and Gimble arrive at Gimble's house. <coughs> Bucktub is surprised when he sees Gimble's house. It's a mansion. Wow, you have a really big house, Gimble. I know. I don't look like someone who owns a mansion, right? Bucktub doesn't hear what Gimble says. He's too busy looking around at Gimble's artifacts. Come, Bucktub, let's sit down. Put the medallion on the table and let me examine it. I may not still be a warrior, but my eyes are still as sharp as an eagle. Here you go. Bucktub puts the medallion on the table. Gimble looks at it closely. This is a precious medallion. It symbolizes the spirits of our bravest warriors who fought to protect their lands from conquerors. But I do wonder what it was doing on your planet. Who gave this to you? Salons, our protector of Horatius. He said that Epipe needs to see this medallion because it delivers a message that only Epipe will understand. Hmm, interesting. That also means only a warrior can deliver such an important message. You are a great warrior, Bucktub. M me I I'm not a warrior. I'm small. I'm weak. But people who have huge muscles are the only ones who can be warriors. What do you mean? When you protected the medallion from those mean soldiers, it proved that you are more than who you think you are. You are a warrior if you stand up for what you believe in. You are a warrior if you have the courage to get up and try again after losing. If you try something new, even though you have no idea what or where it will take you, you are a warrior, Bucktub, because you brought that medallion here, even when you were fearful of what's to come. R really? That is the nicest thing I've heard from anyone. And it's true. I think Solange chose you to deliver that medallion, not only because of your ability to go places in a blink of an eye, but also because he believes you are capable of fulfilling your mission. There's a warrior deep inside you. Thank you, Gimble. Thank you for telling me that. I admit, I doubt myself a lot. You don't have to. Suddenly, there's a loud clap of thunder and a flash of bright light. Gimble looks calmly out the window. I think someone is here to see you, Bucktub. But me? Who is it? A loud and firm voice suddenly speaks out. It's me, the one you have been looking for. Come open the door. I'm here to see you. Bucktub goes and opens the door. There's a being with a long gray beard and a walking stick standing there. He is bathed in light, and it's hard to make out his features. My name is Epipe. I have come to take the medallion you came to deliver for me. What is your name? M my name is Bucktub. I am pleased to meet you, Bucktub. You were sent by Salons, correct? Yes, that's correct. The light surrounding Epipe is slowly fading away. His features become much clearer. Are you not going to invite me inside your home, Gimbal? Uh, of course. Come inside, Epipe. Thank you. Epipe looks all around. You have done well, Gimble. I have always thought you will do well. The rewards you've received from all the battles you've won, you've used wisely. I am proud of you. Thank you so much, Epipe. I am humbled. But it is also through your guidance that I made it this far. Now, Bucktub. Yes? Why do you always seem so uptight and nervous when you're around other people? H how did you know that? 
because I've been watching you since the moment you entered our planet. And even though you were scared and nervous, your eyes glittered with joy and excitement. You love what you see, yet you hesitate to appreciate and enjoy them. What is holding you back? Epipe, Booktop had a lot of bad experiences on other planets. It made him nervous and doubtful of other people's intentions towards him. Hmm, I see. Please don't get me wrong. I still made some friends and saw really beautiful sights. But now I seem to only remember the bad memories. That sounds very unfortunate, my dear Bucktub. The Aronico solar system is huge. You may have only seen a small portion and met very few inhabitants of those planets. Never doubt yourself, for there are far greater things about you you have yet to discover. Let me tell you a story. Epipe is sitting in his silver chair, almost like a king. Unlike any other creature, he wasn't born as a baby. He existed long before the rest of the beings on Gravenax. Epipe sits on his chair thinking about the growth, the divide, the wars, the friendships, and stories of the people of Gravenax. Over the years, he has seen Gravenax get divided into two types, the warriors and the regular ordinary people. Epipe begins his story. There was a soldier named Moon thousands of years ago, whom I was truly intrigued by. Not because he had power or any special ability. He was really just a simple warrior who had just enough knowledge on how to use a sword to protect himself during a battle. During that time, many warriors competed to be the best. My job was to guide them and give them a blessing before they went into battle. No warrior will go to any battle without my blessing. But they thought I only gave my blessings to the best warrior, when in fact my blessings were for every warrior who fought for what they believed was right. However, not all warriors fight for what is right, and Moon especially proves that being the best is not the only requirement to be a warrior. Moon, the simple warrior, understood what it meant to fight. Although he was a regular being, he had principles. He was kind and treated everyone like family. He brought warriors to the other side of Gravenax to meet those who didn't have the same skills as they did. He became a mediator between these two worlds. I knew Moon was meant for something greater. So I gave him a medallion that only a warrior like him could have. He became a light to those who almost became power-hungry, and he reminded them of the importance of their principles as a warrior. I saw myself in him and treated him like a good friend. But one day, Moon, along with his comrades, decided to go to Sinorg to assist in a war that has been going on for years. That particular group in Sinorg was too powerful. They were able to defeat and capture all our warriors, including Moon. Salons, my dear friend, knew that I adored Moon. I was heartbroken, and so Salons organized an agreement with the leaders of Sinorg. They agreed to give Moon's medallion to him in return for the guarantee that the people of Horatius would never try to invade Sinorg. Little did they know that Horatians would never consider invading another planet. Because guardians are prohibited from meeting in one place, he said, 
One day he would find a warrior just like Moon to deliver the medallion to me as a memory of my beloved friend. You, Bucktub, are that warrior. My friend Shalans chose you because he saw your bravery, determination, and loyalty. This is what a real warrior is. In spite of what you have been through, you took the courage to deliver a precious message. You have given me a chance to say goodbye to my dear friends. Thank you, Bucktub. See? That's what I told you, remember? I, I don't really know what to say, but I'm truly grateful for your kind words, and I'm happy that I was able to bring you peace. Thank you, Bucktub. Solance told me this is the last planet you'll ever visit, but it doesn't have to be. But what do you mean? You can live with us, here in Gravenax. You will have freedom to choose where to live, in the land of warriors or in the land of our peaceful and content people. Regardless of which side you choose, you are welcome to stay for as long as you like. Really? Wow! That would be such an honor! I, I would love to live here. But as you know, I'm a traveler. I don't like to stay at one place. So if it's fine with you, I would like to explore both of your worlds, and rather not have a permanent address. But of course! There is still so much you have to learn as a new citizen of Gravenax! Are you looking for fun, cute, and wholesome stories for your children? Search Megalopods, that's M-E-G-L-A-P-O-D-S, to find our amazing stories filled with great life lessons for your kids.